Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. Today, we are going to talk about a big celebration about the city of Holyoke and its people. Holyoke is an immigrant city, and during the month of June, we are going to celebrate the National Immigrant Heritage Month. For this purpose, our guest today is the mayor of the city of Holyoke, Alex Morse. Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast. Thank you for having me. So we have a big celebration and a lot of plans to celebrate accordingly. Yeah, so we, um, we're really excited about Immigrant Heritage Month uh, this year in June. It's a busy month in the city. Um, I think this is the second year we've uh, planned Immigrant Heritage Month, and we want this to be uh, bigger and, and better than last year. I think, you know, given the uh, political climate here in um, not just in our area, but around the country, obviously, I think it's important we pay particular attention and celebrate the contributions of our different immigrant communities to the fabric, culture, and, um, you know, quality of life we have here in Holyoke specifically. And so, We're really proud to, to work in partnership with Wisteria Hearst Museum, a department of the city, to put together a series of events throughout the month of June that honors different immigrant groups and their contributions to our city. During the celebration last year, there was a reception at the Wisteria Hearst Museum, yep. and there were two honorees recognized for their contribution to the community. Yeah, last year we honored uh, Vitek Kruta and uh, Laura Restrepo, um, who was from uh, Colombia, and obviously Vitek is, is still an active member of our community with the investments um, him and his partner are making um, downtown on Ray Street. Uh, this year, uh, we'll kick off Immigrant Heritage Month with a opening reception on Monday, June 5th. Uh, all are welcome. It's a free event at Wisteria Hearst Museum. It will start at six uh, o'clock until eight o'clock. And I will also be uh, personally honoring the work and life experiences of two immigrants to the city of Holyoke. One, Mari Claire, um, who is an active member of our community. Uh, she works for the Wayfinders, a Holyoke resident who never ceases to get involved and roll up her sleeves to help uh, the city in our efforts, but also just help her neighbors and other residents of the city. Um, and then, obviously, uh, Mr. Johan Vega, I'm not sure if you know him, uh, will also be uh, receiving one of the... Um, honors that evening. It is really humbling to, to be recognized for this, just um, thinking about Marie-Claire's work and commitment, the way she lives life every day. That's a passion that is contagious and that is inspiring. Mm. And pretty much that's the reflection of many people who come from different places mm. around the world to establish, looking up for a betterment of their lives and, and contribute and give back to the community mm. that welcomes all immigrants, and that energy is what keeps moving mm. the heart and the city in general. Yeah, and I think about just how heartening it is, um, you know, my personal interactions with you, of course, and Marie Claire, when I think about the two of you in particular, just your willingness to, to get involved in the city and always having a smile on your face and being willing to have conversations and not just, um, you know, criticize or... Uh, look at what's wrong in the city and and think you can't do anything about it. But uh, instead of having a mindset where it is what it is, um, I know the two of you in particular um, and many people in Holyoke are of the mindset, how can I be involved? How can I be part of the solution? 
Um, how could I work with the city or without the city to to solve a a problem in a way that benefits the community as a whole? You know, you certainly don't need to be in elected office. You don't need to be mayor to make an impact on the on the city. And what I love most about my position is the ability to bring people together for a common purpose, and that is to improve the city, improve the lives of everyone in the city, uh, no matter what neighborhood you come from, what language you speak, what you look like. Um, and that's why I think it's so important we honor the contributions of immigrants to our community. In addition, a lot of folks sometimes look at Holyoke as a dichotomous community between, you know, Anglo's, white folks, and the Puerto Rican community, and we're much more than uh, we're much more than that. And I think it's important that over time we recognize the contributions of immigrants at different periods in Holyoke's history, and today to again shed light on uh, our diversity. Uh, I always say when people ask, "What's the the biggest asset we have in the city?" and it's certainly no. No person or no physical structure in the city. It's certainly the the human capital and the contributions of the people in our community that make our city such a special place. So, talking about the diversity, and as I was uh, mentioning at the opening of the session, Holyoke is a city made by, by immigrants, mm. and well, it started with a majority of Irish immigrants, and then as the city established, more people came from Poland, Germany, and During the 1950s, then, the Puerto Rican migration started to show up. And with that, many more people from different places, different countries, different cultures. What are the most interesting ones that you can identify? Immigrant groups in the, yes. in the city? Well, I, I think it's great that you mentioned the, the history of the city and the different ethnic groups that arrived to our community. And I think it just corroborates the, the point that all of us uh, come from immigrants You know, unless we're, we're Native Americans uh, or ancestors of, uh, I think it's important to acknowledge that history first and foremost, and that you know we all come from a long line of uh, an immigrant story ourselves, whether you know we're third or fourth generation or whether we moved here and immigrated to our community or our country. So I think it's important to remind people where we where we come from because I think it allows people to view you know modern policy debates about immigration in a different way. Unfortunately, a lot of people forget about where they come from and where their parents' parents come from and how this country gave them those opportunities that some people now want to restrict to, uh, to other people in our, sort of in our global uh, society. Um, the Irish, of course, when people think about Holyoke, oftentimes think of um, Irish Americans. Uh, many people know at one point before we were, were called Holyoke, we were called Ireland Parish uh, because of the influx of, of Irish immigrants after the potato famine and their contributions in the, in the mills in the city of Holyoke. And then obviously the Polish community. And there have been efforts over the years to preserve the Polish culture and cultural institutions in a, in a particular neighborhood uh, of the city. And then obviously today, and you mentioned the migration of Puerto Ricans to Holyoke has been a, a real defining characteristic of our city in, in recent years and in the past several decades. And so again, Holyoke has brought together so many different ethnic and cultural groups that I think has made Holyoke a, a special place as compared to other more homogenous communities you may see in Western Mass or, or beyond. We also have pockets of Colombian immigrants and Dominican-American immigrants. And I think about this, and we have a number of, obviously, events that we host at City Hall to honor different groups. And so whether it's raising the Ireland flag or raising the Colombian flag, the Puerto Rican flag, uh, this year for the first time we, we were approached by the Greek community and we raised the Greek flag for uh, Greek Independence Day. And we heard from Spiros Atiris, um, who uh, immigrated to our country uh, from Greece uh, when he was younger. I think he was just in college when he came to the country. And um, I remember how grateful the, um, 
you know, the Greek community were that we had taken the time to, to raise their flag and to just reflect. And for, for us, it was an hour or two out of our time, but it meant the world to, to that community that our city had taken a moment to recognize their contributions to our community. And uh, I think it's those type of interactions that, that, that make what I do and what our team does really rewarding and special. And so you're right, over time we've had so many different ethnic groups, and I think it's important that we continue to, to put a spotlight on them. And more recently also uh, there was a recognition for uh, the Sikh community. Yes, that was the, the first time we had, um, we had recognized the, the Sikh community. We opened up uh, City Hall, and unfortunately we did the event a few weeks late. Um, but uh, Tony, who owns Dino's Pizza over in, on Homestead Avenue, in Holyoke had approached the city about honoring Sikh Day. And that was a great event because, uh, including myself, a lot of us knew very little about uh, the Sikh tradition, uh, religion, and, and culture. And it's much more than just a religious affiliation, but sort of a, a philosophy and a way of life. And what I found really powerful about the Sikhs was their view of the world in terms of gender equality and making sure that everyone in their community had equal access to opportunity and participation in their society. And I think we all could learn a little bit more from not only the Sikhs, but other ethnic groups as well. And that's the beauty of having a celebration like this during National Immigrant Heritage Month, having the opportunity to recognize the presence of all different communities living in Holyoke, interacting with each other, and bring us together to share and learn more about all of us. Because that way we can get to know more about different cultures and how that influence also keeps making a difference locally. It's important, as, as you said, I mean, we have more in common than we, than we don't, right? So everyone has a unique story as to how, how they arrived to where they are today, you know, whether they were born in the United States or not. And I think if people took a little bit more time to, to learn about each other and people who may look or appear or speak, speak a different language different than us, uh, we would all benefit uh, from that. It does us no good to surround ourselves with you know, people that look like us, uh, that come from the same backgrounds as us. Uh, I think it's important even as we get older. I mean, we never stop learning. We're, we're, I mean, we're perpetual students our entire lives. And the more we can surround ourselves and challenge ourselves to learn more about each other, the stronger we will be as a, as a community. And I'm always grateful to have, have grown up here in the, in the city of Holyoke, a community that I recognize as being a diverse community, not just ethnically, but you know, in terms of socioeconomic classes and where people come from and, and where they live. And having had that experience going through the public schools and then going off to college and being exposed to students from all over the world, you view the world a little differently in terms of having an appreciation for our differences. And I think it certainly impacts the way I view our community and impacts the way we, we make different policy decisions as well. Recently, you made a trip to Ireland. Mm. And that, I believe, is as you speak of learning experiences, this was certainly one of those big experiences you call um, treasure. Yeah, and, and it, was a, it was a really powerful trip. I was in Ireland for, for 10 days. And I think when you have so many Irish Americans and Irish folks in your community, I think going there to the country that so many people have talked to me about over so many years is more powerful than reading about it in a, in a book, right? And you're able to relate to the stories you hear and the people you connect with. In a, in a much more profound way. And I find it similar to when I um, have gone to Puerto Rico in the past, right, and, and visit, you know, whether it's El, El Junque that so many Puerto Ricans in our community talk about with great pride, the, the only, I think, national rainforest we have in the entire United States of, of America, North America. And having have those experiences now personally, I think is, is important for me to have that, that perspective. 
in going to Ireland, we have so many families from, you know, County Kerry, where I where I stayed for about a week. We also have a lot of families and Holyokers from County Mayo, which I haven't yet had the time to go to, so I certainly will have to go back at some point. But what I thought was really great was, you know, when I was in Ireland and, and sharing some of the, the memories and photos from my trip, you know, having having so many people in Holyoke, you know, start posting and commenting that, hey, my family is, is lives right down the street, or um, I was born, you know, a couple of miles over, or make sure you check this place out. You know, we have done that before. And you could see the the pride in people of, of where they come from, of where their parents had come from. And, you know, there's nothing that could just sum up the excitement and pride that, that residents feel about where they come from. And I think it's important that every student has uh, every student, every person feels that connection. And so, I mean, that's one of the reasons now in the public schools, you know, we're implementing a, a stronger ethnic studies curriculum um, in the middle schools and in the high schools and hopefully, you know, in the whole K through 12 system. Because for so many years in, in Holyoke, we've sort of disregarded the personal experiences and history uh, of our families, you know, both as to where they come from, but also just linguistically, right? So, so many bilingual students that their native language is Spanish have over the years been shamed to think that that's not an asset. And so how do we just reverse that whole thing on its head and, you know, be proud of where you come from, be proud of the fact that you can speak your native language? Because there was a whole generation, I would say, that may have lost that ability because they were so concerned about, you know, becoming part of what some may, may say is the definition of an American and what our language is. But our students and our community have so much to offer. And for me as mayor to have participated in a small part in going to Ireland and spending some time in Puerto Rico, I feel like I have a stronger connection to the people I represent. Now that you mentioned the, the ethnic studies class we just had a couple of months ago, a group of students from that class coming here mm. and do storytelling. Yeah. And it was an interesting exercise having them in this studio, having a conversation, an open conversation about different things about cultural traditions, family, the use of language. And yes, at, at the beginning, it was a little bit difficult to get them to open up and talk in Spanish. Yeah. But then at some point, they started to feel more comfortable. And then the conversation became a back and forth, Spanish, English, Spanglish, and using all those words and expressions that are typically from Puerto Rico or Dominican Republic that you can only understand when you say it in those specific words. And, and it became a very colorful and beautiful experience for them to feel part of a conversation that everybody could understand. Yeah, and, and that's so important. I mean, we want our young people in particular to feel like they are... I mean, we have, we have such special kids in, in our public schools. Every time I go to the schools, I always leave so energized and inspired by just having that experience uh, with them in, in whatever capacity... Uh, it is. And, and, you know, to have students feel like they're proud as to, to where they come from and of their family and that, you know, they have a skill of being bilingual, um, bicultural, um, you know, they're going to be, you know, more informed and more educated citizens of the world. And I think that's how we need to frame the, the conversation moving forward. And one of the things we're doing that, you know, technically speaking is, you know, we, we're doing this whole secondary redesign of our high schools in the city where we want all of our students not just to graduate with a high school diploma, but with elite at least two pieces of paper, and that could mean your diploma as well as a bilingual certification that's globally recognized around the world or um, actual college credits. You know, for the first time, we have over 100 students doing dual enrollment at HCC or Westfield State or the University of Massachusetts. Um, or it could be a workplace um, certificate, a vocational uh, certificate from our, our technical high school. Uh, we need to make sure our young people are, are going to be global citizens and not just um, get a high school diploma. We want them to be ready for be a college or a career. 
um, and for the world and being an active, engaged citizen here in the city or, or wherever they end up. You're listening Radio Plasma. And we want to listen to your feedback. Let us know your thoughts, ideas, suggestions, comments, requests, people or matters that you would like to hear about in this space. You can contact us on our website, radioplasma.com, and through our social media channels, Twitter, Radio Plasma Lab, and facebook.com slash radioplasma. Not only as a mayor, but also as a citizen of Holyoke, part of this community, how do you ambition more acceptance of our diversity in the city? You know, Holyoke has a, has a unique history, right? And our history isn't different than many post-industrial cities of our, of our nation. I think we have to recognize um, sort of our problematic uh, history as it's connected to efforts of the federal government over so many years. Uh, you know, we had a government in the early 1900s, and obviously before that, you know, remnants of slavery that continued to be institutionalized within, within the United States government as to defining uh, where, you know, African Americans, for example, could and could not buy homes or rent apartments in our, in our country. And a lot of folks, um, unfortunately, you know, haven't received an education that has fully informed them of, the, of sort of the racial history of our country and why we have some of the economic conditions we have in some of our communities today. And, you know, for so many generations, there were groups of people in our history as a country that were excluded from economic opportunity, you know, whether it was jobs, employment, uh, housing. And, you know, one of the biggest indicators of uh, economic independence is intergenerational wealth and being able to pass a home to your children or grandchildren that has given people opportunity uh, today. And, and there have been so many people, uh, black Americans in particular, that have been excluded from, from that process. And in Holyoke, obviously, we, you know, one of the reasons I was so interested in in staying in Holyoke after graduating from college is because we have remnants of a, of a problematic history as well here. And it's not something we can certainly, you know, solve overnight, but I think we need more people in government that are willing to tackle some of the toughest issues. And so, you know, sometimes people think that being a mayor is just making sure people's trash gets picked up on time and the snow gets removed and people come into the office and we help people when we can. And we certainly do all of that. Uh, but how can we, in the political system that we have, you know, challenge it as much as we can to actually tackle some of these biggest uh, social problems we have, uh, not just in Holyoke, but around the country. And I think mayors are being really innovative in small cities and medium cities and big cities as to how to tackle poverty, how to make sure that people have uh, equal access to, to quality, affordable housing in our community, how do people have access to a, a world-class education. And the fact that I have an opportunity and the privilege to work on those issues each and every day with an amazing team of people around the city, as well as a, a group of residents outside of City Hall, just make my job incredibly rewarding uh, each and every day. And so, you know, that's connected to the immigrant experience and, and where we are today. And I certainly know we have, uh, you know, a handful of challenges still ahead of us. Uh, but to know that we've made progress and we're going to continue down that road is also exciting for us. So to celebrate National Immigrant Heritage Month, there are several activities already prepared for the celebration in different locations uh, around the city. And this is a collaboration between the Wisteria Hearst Museum and City Hall. What are some of the activities that uh, you could invite people to join us? So I already mentioned the opening reception at 6 o'clock uh, Monday, June 5th, and we're hoping to have a good turnout uh, that evening, and that's where we'll be honoring you and, and Muddy Claire um, and officially kicking off the month. Uh, a couple days later that week on Wednesday night at 6 o'clock, we'll have a Immigrant Heritage Month uh, panel with a few different perspectives. 
That will be held at a to-be-determined uh, location in the downtown, so I want to make sure people continue to check the Wisteria Hearst Museum's website as well as our, our social media and our city website, holyoke.org, for updates about events uh, throughout the month. Uh, we will, before the beginning of June, publish an entire poster and a summary of the, of the month's events so people can pick and choose what they want to attend. On June 14th at 6 o'clock at uh, the museum as well, we'll have uh, Jeanetta Candelario, uh, Smith College, uh, giving a lecture, and she obviously is no stranger to Holyoke. She loves our, our community. I see her often, and um, you know she was just in Holyoke last Friday. She's on the board of the Carlos Vega Fund for Social Justice, and she's been involved in a number of organizing efforts in the city uh, over so many years. Uh, on June 21st at 5.30, we'll do a film screening of the documentary called uh, Documented, uh, by Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Jose Antonio Vargas, which made headlines in 2011 uh, when he revealed he was undocumented. So that's just a, a sampling of some of the events we'll have uh, throughout the month of June. But again, I encourage folks listening to uh, check out the website and uh, a little bit more about what we have to offer. And of course, we want also to invite people to share their stories. During June, also, this space, Radio Plasma, will be We'll be gathering some stories and some recordings from people in the community that represent different cultures, different nations, and that are part of, of our city mm. to enhance and embrace this diversity as part of the celebration of the National Immigrant Heritage Month. And whoever wants to share a little bit of their story mm. is more than welcome to reach out to us and through our social media or through radioplasma.com. And that's wonderful you're doing that. We're also hoping to plan an event, um, a Know Your Rights event with an immigration attorney in the area to be hosted in Holyoke. And we will um, invite folks from all over Western Mass to come to Holyoke to have that uh, conversation. Obviously, in, in the political climate we have today, it's important that people know their rights. And also to close the celebration on June 29th, there is going to be at the Wisteria Hearst the event called Who Makes Holyoke Home? And that is another opportunity for sharing stories, for sharing your own presence in the city, because this will be a perfect way to showcase all the diversity that makes Holyoke the city that it is today, that it has been. Yeah. Yeah, the June 29th will be the closing event at the museum. And, um, you know, obviously it's great. June 29th, if you've never been to Wisteria Hearst on a nice summer night, um, it's an absolutely beautiful place. And there will be music and dancing and food and just bringing different people of different cultures and backgrounds together to enjoy, you know, I can't imagine a better summer night in Holyoke than to do something like that. So, of course, we invite the, the public and, and those beyond Holyoke to come in and to celebrate the culmination of Immigrant Heritage Month. Certainly, it is important to recognize the most valuable asset of the city, its mm. people. And I want to thank Mayor Morse for taking this with the importance it has, because sometimes... We take for granted all of these cultural influences and presences we have in the city, but when you take the time like it happened with the Greek community, regardless of the size of the communities, each one represents origins, traditions, and our diversity. And for the city to recognize it, mm. it is really important and commendable. Mm. Well, and I, I appreciate you saying that, and of course I appreciate your involvement in the month and also just uh, allowing us a platform to talk more about the events uh, in June. And, and you're absolutely right. As I mentioned before, just the um, the pride that it instills in groups of people when we as a city take the time to recognize their history. 
the struggles of their country and how they ended up here, honoring the hard work of their parents or grandparents to, to give them the opportunities they have today in, in our community. I mean, there's, it's such a rewarding experience for us to be able to work with different people in the community, but just, again, to see the pride instilled in different groups. And I, as I mentioned before, just that the small amount of time we took to have the Greek uh, Independence Day celebration, and we had traditional Greek foods in the office, and, you know, a small thing, we I had Googled Greek music. I think it was a a Spotify uh, channel. I mean, even me just putting that on the computer, a few of the women in the office were just so pleased. And I think it's small gestures like that. And I think, you know, in an unfortunate way, I think it's, you know, people are so appreciative of that because sometimes we live in a world that is so unappreciative of people's differences and, and where they come from. And um, if people can just remember to take the time to learn a little bit more about people's history and past. And I think there's been so many efforts over over so long to sort of erase people's identities around their ethnicity and, and where they where they come from in a way that has created a lot of divides uh, in our country, which has not been productive. And the more we can take the time to celebrate people's unique histories and stories, no matter where they come from, you know, we'll oftentimes see a common thread that is weaved in between all of our people. And I think as long as we remember that we're all connected as global citizens, and we all here in Holyoke today want our city to succeed in so many ways, you know, we can continue to stay uh, connected and unified despite what may appear to be physical or linguistical differences. Well, Mayor Alex Morse, thank you very much for your time, for taking this initiative to celebrate the immigrant heritage during the month of June. No, we're proud to do it, and I look forward to seeing everyone on, on June 5th uh, for the opening reception. And although June is Immigrant Heritage Month, um, obviously we hope to and continue to foster a unifying and inclusive environment in the city every single day of the year. And uh, again, thank you for the opportunity to talk more about our events. And also, uh, I want to leave this invitation open for you to come back anytime whenever you have any announcement or any information yep. to share with the community. This yeah, is anytime. I, uh, I love you know using different platforms to communicate with uh, residents uh, of the city about things happening, projects. And so if you or any of your listeners ever feel like they want to learn more about something happening in the city, I'm always welcome to, to talk more about that, take questions, et cetera. If I have that opportunity, just plug two other events off the top of my head that we do have in June. Uh, we also are on June 2nd at 4 o'clock. We'll be kicking off uh, Gun Violence Prevention Day and uh, having an event around uh, the impact of gun violence on people's lives in our community. It's also referred to as uh, Wear Orange Day, and so we'll be lighting up City Hall in orange uh, people will be wearing orange, and it's part of a national network with uh, Mayors Against Illegal Guns and Moms Demand Action around uh, gun control and the impact of gun violence on, on people's lives. And so we'll have local residents who have had, sadly, family members killed um, as a result of gun violence and talking about the need to be proactive. Uh, we'll have the students from Palante Restorative Justice involved in that event, as well as other um, members of the community. We also will be on June 9th, uh, is a Friday. Uh, we will be celebrating LGBT Pride Month in the city, and we'll be raising the rainbow flag um, in front of City Hall to kick off uh, Pride Month as well. So more activities to include as part of the celebrations in June, and we will keep you updated. And uh, You can always check the city website, holyoke.org, and of course, we will keep track of that here on radioplasma.com. Well, Mayor Morse, thank you so much for being here with us today. Great, thank you. And this is the Radio Plasma Podcast. This episode was produced at the Plasma Media Lab in the Gandhara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening.